0: rocked me now uh, my world at that time was rocked anyway we had a tragedy in our family I was quite fragile I was thinking I was asking lots of questions been in church all my life been a pastor's daughter and now um, a pastor's wife for 10 years Um, but I was asking questions that were just popping into my mind that I'd never ever thought I'd ask those questions you know about my walk with God and what next for us after this huge family tragedy and that was four years ago so we're still uh, trying to recover and work our way through that. So we went to this conference and we both went in a very good place and I don't know about you but when you go somewhere like that and you're not in a good place it just irritates you and we were sort of, we'd gone into two sessions and then we thought let's just not go in anymore let's just enjoy our week in Lincoln and we'll not go to this conference. And that's the point we were at, and I'm being totally honest there. But I looked at the program for the next day, and there was this um, seminar with Ben Cooley. And I thought, well, I can do that. I could do a seminar. Coming from someone who's a worship leader and a worshiper, to be in worship and hating every moment, like being like that in worship is a horrible place. And I don't ever want to feel that again, but that's how I felt in those services. So I I could do this seminar. So I went and I heard the story of Hope for Justice, and it absolutely blew me away. It stirred me, it challenged me, and I decided I wanted to be involved. And I had to do something. And I'm quite, you probably don't believe this, but I'm quite shy, actually. I don't jump into things, and you know. um, And I thought, well, how on earth can I be involved in something as huge as this? So this is, compared to Hope for Justice, the company... This is quite a small thing but to me this morning it feels quite (laughs) huge um so we both went and we did the speaker training and the speaker training is just simply to bring awareness you know when people ask for a speaker to come we just bring awareness of what it's all about i'm just going to read psalm 72 just two verses he will take pity on the weak and the needy and he saved the needy from death he will rescue them from oppression and violence For precious is their blood in his sight. Every one of us are precious in his sight. And that's why the passion I feel for the work for hope for justice is so strong in me. Because not one of his precious children should have to live as a slave. And that goes for anyone in this room. You know, we do not have to be a slave to anything. And um, because we have freedom in Christ Jesus, it was for freedom that he set us free. And my favorite song at the moment is No Longer Slaves, which you probably sing. You know, no longer a slave to fear because we are children of God, you know. So before I go any further, I just want to show a little DVD, just just a couple of minutes long, um, just to kick us off and what Hope for Justice is about. Sorry, I should have spoken to you.
1: Adeline and each of her children were kept under lock and key. She was delivered every day to a factory where she worked gruelling 12 hour shifts. Every penny of her wages was paid into the account of her trafficker. Despite going without food herself, she still couldn't nourish her children with the meagre amount she was given. Her children were forced to stand around the table and watch as the traffickers ate they were left only the scraps to eat themselves. Her baby was drastically underweight and while she kept a brave face for the sake of her family, the bright future she imagined was slipping further away with each punishing day. When our team arrived at the scene, when I arrived at the scene, I could smell the, the poverty, I could smell the desperation I could smell the exploitation I can't tell you, I can't describe what it feels like to see children in the manner of which we found them. We provided the basic needs, the nappies, the clothing, the food and we made it possible for them to have aftercare here in the UK A few weeks later our team went back to see them and uh, they were describing to me about the moment where they saw the children the, the baby the, the baby that was so malnourished but now had big chubby cheeks they described the children and the, the, the fact that they were playing and dancing again they described the mother who had hope and dignity listen no of
0: justice Together
1: we can turn desperation into us. We can turn slavery into freedom. We can help men, women, and children sold within our borders, exploited. We can give them the freedom back. For just five pounds a month, we can help people. We can help people. How awesome is that? That we can use our freedom to free others. For just five pounds a month, would you help Hope for Justice to free more?
0: Earlier, we would have gone through that, but I got caught up in a diversion, <laughs> not knowing the area of being off around some streets here. But anyway, that's Magdalena's story, and there's quite a few different stories. And obviously, I'm, I haven't played that for to talk about the five pound a month at this stage. I just wanted you, you to hear the story of Magdalene. There's 35.8 million. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but when you hear figures like that, so if you unless you're that sort of person that clues into that, to me, that does, of course. So i'll just say it again slowly 35.8 million people are estimated to be held in slavery worldwide like magdalene a lot of these people have escaped a hard life you know they're they're living in a hard situation so they hear this promise of something good they jump on it and and it turns out to be a horrible scam nothing more than a scam a nightmare And 200 years after the abolition of the slave trade this is still happening whether it's called slavery or human trafficking it's a serious organized crime and it's huge business some people are making obscene amounts of money out of other people's misery in the uk alone and these figures uh, could be a little bit out of date but there's 10 to 13,000 victims of modern day slavery in the uk and that's from the home office stats 10 to 13,000 the original act of parliament to abolish the british slave trade was passed on the 25th of march 1807 championed by william wilberforce of course and it was a huge successful public campaign in history and the anniversary of wilberforce's act the 25th of march 2015 the modern day slavery bill was passed by the house of lords a fitting reminder that this is still happening you know if we have to have another new bill passed then it didn't end with Wilber forced, you know, as amazing as that was. But the bill sees, the new bill sees a maximum jail sentence for traffickers raised from 14 years to life. The authorities are able to seize the traffickers' assets and pay, force them to pay compensation to their um, victims. And <coughs> this information is pure fact, you know there's horrendous crimes being com- committed right now as we speak to mankind. Those made in the image of God, no different you or I. So Hope for Justice was founded in, in actually founded, it started in about 2004, but it was actually founded in 2007 by this young man, you just on the screen, Ben. If you haven't seen him, you ha- obviously have for a few minutes, but if you wanted to see more, YouTube him. Um, is, he is so passionate about this fight. It's a war as far as he's concerned. And the thing is, his passion is infectious, and I think sometimes we just need that. You know, you just need to to get a bit of that sometimes when we can just be a bit sort of laid back about things. But as a young man, of about 26, around 26 year old, he was at a human trafficking event, and he was actually he's he's got a background in opera. He's an opera singer, mm-hmm. um, and he was at this, he was at this um, doing the stagehand at this huge event for human trafficking. And it was the first time he'd heard about this such a thing you know and he'd just become a dad and he thought that was my daughter i'd do something and as he listened to the facts he became more and more angry and he left the event thinking to himself i have to do something so the story goes he hired the nac in birmingham let's not do things by halves ben um, and put on an event to bring about awareness of the plight of human trafficking and modern day slavery and So began the h- work for Hope for Justice in 2004. He started in an office on his own with his phone, and he laughs about that. Now he's quite a character, and when he tells you the stories, um, he was on his phone in this office on his own, and people were ringing up thinking they were ringing this huge company, and it was just Ben and his phone, you know, and they're saying, "Is that is that actually Ben I'm speaking to?" You know, because word was getting out that he could come and speak at events, and you know, and that's where it started. So it's a long gone a long way today and it's actually it's across six offices across three continents but there are three main areas of this hideous crime the first one being sexual exploitation and it's generally women and young girls it's not always just women and young girls but that's you know the generalization the lured into sexual exploitation forced i'm hoping i'm okay to talk here yeah and forced to servicemen for the profit for their traffickers. They're controlled by violence and drugs, manipulated, brainwashed, robbed into thinking that there is nothing else for them. They've been taken quite early in their life, so they might have no work experience, they might have not much schooling. So because they're put put into that cycle, they then believe that they're not good for anything else. So that then becomes the cycle that they live in. They feel um, worthless. So the second one is forced labour. Now this involves a lot of men, not just men, but a, m- a lot of men desperate to provide for their families. They hear about these jobs abroad, uh, take up what seem legi- legitimate jobs and end up trapped in this cycle of forced labour. In an unfamiliar country, they take the passports off them straight away, take their paperwork, anything like that. They don't see any wages at all and the threats are made against their family back home.